Good evening, everyone, and welcome. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Caitlin, playing Feeble Frost, the Ace Genasi Phoenix Soul Sorcerer. I'm so out of practice. I'm Cole, playing Olarun Dawnseeker, the ASMR Oath of Glory Paladin. Perfect! You got it! Yay! Woo! I'm Megan. I'm playing Sarai Landir, the Eldrin Glamour Bard. And I'm Maz. I'll be playing Talrath Oakenblade, the Wood Elf Scout. And I'm Kez, and I'm playing Treasure Nightcrafter, the Tiefling Fighter. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you guys so, so much for being here. We are in for a epic, very special night on this International Tabletop Day. And uh, after the holiday weekend, it, it's just great to be here and be back with you guys. We do have a couple of real quick announcements before we get into tonight's adventure. Uh, Caitlin's ready to go with one. Caitlin. I was going to talk about PvP League launching this weekend. <laughs> okay, go for it. Um, so this weekend, as you all have seen and heard and know, um, our PvP League is launching right before this. Cody said we don't need to talk about PvP tonight, but we do. Um, so it is going to be teams of two versus teams of two. And more importantly, you as the audience get to directly influence the game. That has been everybody's favorite thing. So find the teams you like, donate to hype them up. Find the teams you hate, donate to bring them down. Those donations will begin this weekend with our Friday launch, but the details of how it works are going to be cut rolling out all week, and we've, we've put a lot of those into play already. However, for those of you who are worried about donating or spending a lot of money on things, we also have offered channel points as a way to reward your teams that you like, which is why I'm bringing this up now. Subscribers get channel points faster, A, but B, the longer you watch shows here on this channel, the more channel points you can earn. And then starting Friday, we're going to roll out those rewards that have specifically to do with team donations. So make sure that you are just leaving us up and chatting and doing the things to earn to earn channel points. And like I said, all subscribers earn them, I think, at 1.5 times or half or twice as fast or something. I'll find the ruling, but they earn them faster, essentially. Yeah. Um, so there are free ways to hype up and green box auto clickers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um there's a favorite extension on Google ever. Great. Good to know. Um, so make sure that you are doing that so that if you can only spend five bucks, but then you want to be able to uh, donate a lot to a team, channel points, y'all. And you can subscribe for free with Amazon Prime. So you don't even need to spend $5. You could literally donate for free just by subscribing and earning channel points here. So that is my announcement for tonight. Awesome. Take it away, Sketch. Uh <laughs> Megan, you want to talk to us about Norse Foundry? Do I ever? Um, so we are sponsored by Norse Foundry. They're an awesome dice company. Um, they make metal dice, uh, bone dice, gemstone dice. They're absolutely gorgeous. They work with Elderwood Academy to make their dice boxes and vaults. Uh, really, really, really excellent quality stuff. If you use our promo code REPRPG, you get 15% off of your offer, which is no small amount, let me tell you kids. Um, so go ahead, go to Norse Foundry, open up a separate tab and go to Norse Foundry. Uh, browse while you're watching. Um, it's the start of Pride Month. My queerbees, love you all. Um, so, you know, get get the gay in your life some gemstone dice. That's... That's, yeah, me. I'm the gay in your life. Buy uh, me dice. Yeah, That's what yeah, I'm Buy saying. me dice. So. 
And also, Thank speaking you. of speaking of which, we do have some pins that are our pride pins, our Dungeon Master and Dungeon Mistress pride pins. We're going to be doing a ton of giveaways for those. Um, so stay tuned and, and watch every episode because at some point we may just feel the urge to give some stuff away um because we are we are inclusive and supportive here yeah. on the rep um, in a in a big way and the, the 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 table should be a safe space for everybody so we're here for that yes uh kez uh talk to us about lance orlando yeah guys so i have an official announcement straight from lance orlando we will be having our audition soon Hooray! We will be doing auditions for two different shows, uh, Lady of the Lakes and the Orlando Renaissance Festival for our live-action stunt shows coming up. The auditions will be for July 10th and 11th. I'll go ahead and be posting some information later on our Discord about exactly where to meet us for this, as well as what you'd be expected to bring and things like that water because we want everyone to stay hydrated and safe and of course some things that you may be trying out for including the shows i can tell you right now that one of them for sure the lady of lake show will be jamestown throwdown but we are still waiting to get back word from orf about which show we are going to see either way if this is something you're interested in doing the live action version of kicking everyone's butts like we do here in D, this is something you may want to try out for awesome super excited about all of that Thank you guys so, so much. Um, man, there was something I was going to say, but you know what? I forgot it. Let's keep going, shall we? <laughs> All right. Our adventure t- tonight takes place in the lands of Lickdracht. They are lands of myth, of legend. They are lands of dragons. And our heroes, the archivists, have traveled beyond the Warden's Wall into unbridled west and here they have run across the dwarven stronghold of the house of shields and through a series of adventures both within uh, fire giant forges and and frost giant fjords uh, across dwarven holds and and against uh, draconic avatars they have brought once more uh, the black king of the dwarves and the giants back to to lead their people. And that is where we're going to pick up the next day. Um, the Black King having uh, having taken over Beardrin's, uh, Beardrin's conscious, consciousness has already begun enacting sweeping uh, changes and actions. And you can tell merely by his, his presence force of personality that the dwarves and the giants are buoyed um there is a there is a fervor to them that uh while while they were not perhaps depressed or morose before um you can tell the difference these are these are people now with with purpose and with leadership and with a type of hope that uh, springs both their hearts and their heels. Uh, it has been a day, and Beardrin, the Black King, seemingly doesn't tire. Um, he, you don't know that he's he's rested, nor does he look like he needs it. Um, 
he he works the dwarven shifts and is out and amongst the people and and genuinely you are convinced there is some magical aura about him um, that lifts and encourages his people. After your long rest, um, Hadric has um, informed you that uh, Black King has requested your presence in the Great Hall, and um, he, he says he knows that you are owed uh, quite a few rewards for your services, and it is to that end I, I think he he intends to make good. Now, um, I wish you the best, my friends. I, I'm off on an expedition with uh, some of the uh, one of the fire giants and a, a platoon of dwarves were to secure a specific cavern. Um, it's been a pleasure doing you, working with you, and fate be kind. I look forward to seeing you again. Yeah, I would actually reach out to clasp his forearm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Just, just kind of pat him on the shoulder and just... We'll see you again sometime. Of course, my friend. Of course. I expect some good stories in her back from that expedition. I'll find my way over here. Every time. Um, is there anything you guys would like to do before joining the Black King? Great Hall. There is one thing Talroth would like to do. Okay, Talroth, what would you like to do? Uh, this probably would have happened probably before this. Mm-hmm. So just going to the tavern, getting a getting a bottle of just the nice dwarven brandy wine and mm-hmm. two glasses. Okay. Just find a nice quiet table, not like hidden or anything, just somewhere I could just sit down mm-hmm. and just pour, uh, fill both glasses and then just toast the one glass as I drink mine. Absolutely. It is a a quiet and um, important moment. Sure. The, uh, only other th- go ahead. the only other thing I would do there, just pull out the ledger that Alvaro gave us all that time ago. Mm-hmm. Just kind of flip through some of the entries that have been written in just the quick little summaries of the adventures we've been on so far. Mm-hmm. And just add on onto the next page. Always cremate minor enemies. It's been a rough couple days. We can explain more later. Get cold weather clothing prepared. Okay. Um, I saw hands from Caitlin and Megan. Megan, let's go with you. Okay. Um, the minute they got back, Sarai would go to a corner by herself. Mm-hmm. And she has seven uses of sending a day. Okay. So she is sending to oh fuck, but you can't do it on to different planes, can you? Uh, there's a Screw. chance it fails um, to different planes. Planes. She's okay. She's trying to get in touch with Ashanye. Is the only I think person she knows back at the Shay. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I, I, I now have to provide large amounts of fey people. 
Hi, Shanye. It's Saride. Just letting you know. Um, <laughs> I may have promised some things. I hope that you can come through. Thanks. Get back to me. My, my mouth is writing checks. I hope you're asking cash. Um, write a check your body can't find. Okay. Um, yeah, roll me a percentile. Uh, would you like high or low? Which one do you want to be bad? Which one do you um, let's do high is bad. So roll under a 95. Three. Yeah, that's that. You chose well. Nicely done. So that is one of those uses of uh, of sending. How many do you think it's going to take you to deliver this message? All seven? All seven. Well, um, we didn't leave on good terms, and I haven't spoken to him in a century. So, um, so this is awkward. So yeah. let's go ahead and say all seven. Why don't you roll those percentiles and let me know how it goes. Um, it, while you are rolling that, was there something else people wanted to... Uh, dive into before as we're going. Everybody else is saying no. Okay. Sounds. sounds Here for good. this particular brand of fey nonsense. And it and it usually is. Usually is a very particular brand of fey nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um. You all are welcome. Okay. You all. What you got, Meg? Tell us. A 42, a 47, a 66, 28, 90, and a 4. You're good. They all all work. Uh, Just make me a persuasion check for now, and we will circle back to this on a... Probably on another night, because we do have a busy night for tonight. But yeah, make me the persuasion check. Check. 11. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Sounds good. We'll uh, we'll circle back around to that at a, at another time. Next week, watch the fallout from the worst phone call ever. It's uh, it's going to be every great text uh, argument in in seven parts. I'm just imagining that uh, is it is it Parks and Rec where she keeps on calling and like explaining herself, but it's always it's it's voicemail the whole time. Oh no, it's friends. She just keeps on calling and having this conversation and voicemail cut me off again. Okay, like it's just trying to. <laughs> all right. Um, as you all are welcomed uh, into the into the great hall, um, the Black King has uh, kept it mostly the same, uh, although there are far fewer chairs than there than there once was. And um, there is a worn but uh, worked um, like staircase uh, that is that you're pretty sure he's had installed in the past few days uh, to to lead back down to to the throne room. Um, my friends, it's great to see you. I know that there have been promises, both old and new, as far as. Uh, payment for your services. And so, now is the time for you 
to ask, not just of your monastery gains, the boons you require that uh, we can continue to solidify our strong bond, both as friends and allies in the coming days. Yes, Cole. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna. I, I didn't do anything, so I'm gonna be the last person to ask for anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, I was man. here at the beginning, and I'm here now. <laughs> here at the end, uh, the middle. Yeah. Uh, Listen, uh, the writers of Rohan still got to like participate <laughs> in celebrating. They were just there at the edge of stuff. You know, you're still you're here now. I like to imagine you were there at some point. Um, yeah, especially since you left Talroth to do all the talking. Oh, a, ooh, yeah, that's a bad idea. Yeah, you. It was um, not as bad as it could have been, though. Actually, it went fairly well, um, all things considered. So, never mind. It wasn't bad. We're good. Everything was fine. Um, so, so, <laughs> um, so, uh, Fable is just. Um, to be quite honest, and I am sure I'm. I may be the only one who feels like this. I am. Um, there's little that I want for, except for you all to rise back to a glory and a place where you're no longer in danger of this sort of fallout happening. And a place where you all feel good about yourselves as a, everything again, and a kingdom. And I very, very much appreciate the offer of allyship, allyship, alliances later on down the, down the line. Um... But if, if all I ask, it's more for something I need, less than something I want. Um, if you happen to know of anywhere here and anyone here who might, um, or maybe not here, elsewhere, because you, you've traveled and seen a lot, if you like. Um, if there was somewhere it was easier to sort of travel between planes, and um, if you knew of a place where I might have access to that kind of power. I'd be very grateful to know about it and where it is and how to get there. If not, that's fine. Um, but it's not really for me and it's not really an item you could pull out of your horns here, I don't think. Dear Santa, what I want can't fit in the bag. <laughs> I wouldn't be so sure. Um, there Dear are Santa, many... what... There are many wonders in in the world, on the plains, above, below, side, in between. So, planar travel interests you. It's good to know. What others, boons, do you require, Archivist? I have read some of the journal entries of um, my predecessor former steward of the House of Shields. And his opinion of you is the highest order. He has mentioned his uh, your particular quest, your journey, bringing you towards a place known as the Forge. It is information that would not have been afforded, Stuart. Nor would it have been information known to even 
the Lord of the House of Shields, to the Black King, and in these mountains, such secrets are mine to give. I've told you been informed from Vostag uh, of the, the harder pilgrimage ways to reach the forge. But that it was once a domain of my kingdoms. Or rather, I had intended it to be. The forge is a border place, a nexus, a wellspring of power, elemental, primal, creative. Long, well, not so long for me. But the time ago, I remember a pilgrimage very much like yours. In fact, as a dear friend of mine, and I see at least a bit of his handiwork present here. As he his eyes shift from uh, from the group, specifically to Olarun's back, hip. Where's Dawnbringer? On the back. Yep. To to Dawn to the to the shoulder, where Dawnbringer is. Do I notice that he's looking at it? Yeah, he's not being subtle. He he is okay. he is attempting to communicate that idea. Yeah, the it's um I'm sorry, you're just very big. <laughs> Trying I, to You are good. Um So I do know of I do know of a faster way. It was Iris once to protect. You have more than earned entry there. Although its guardians may not be uh, under our command. But there's a chance they still are. I like the idea of uh, my subjects remaining in my command. However, I feel like I would be misleading you if I were to make such claims. Where, um, what is, what do you believe is, is down there? A forge. It's been some time. I've been asleep a while. But for my last recollections, a great mechanical guardian drenched in elemental energies able to protect the tools that were used to forge those baited weapons. It is a um, primal place. Sure. It is also it affords us access to greater plains. There is not far from here portal border plains ones between fire and earth. Yeah. Hills of creation. 
dangerous, but able to be accessed. Now, those are the two gifts I know you want. What more tugs at your heartstrings? I have a request from Meg, but she's trying to get her internet back. Sure. Um, she her her internet completely went out on her. Yeah. Um. So if if other people, I have hers. If she can't get back in time, but if not, yeah, I, I can I can vamp and cover if if. Well, we, we also have the others. We have plenty yeah. of things. Yeah. Go ahead, guys. You want me to go, Kaylin? Because it's saying okay. you. Okay. Um. Yes, I, uh, I find myself oftentimes in a a weird predicament. I constantly find myself without armor because we're being attacked in the middle of the night. That sounds awful. And it's, it's, it's quite often, um, and I'm not like my friend Talroth here, who's the most, uh, I'm not the most nimble person, um, but I, I've I've heard stories about um, armor that could essentially just mold to your body as quickly as as a thought. Do you do you happen to do you happen to know or have? One of those, I, I understand it's a, it's a quite an odd request, but I uh, I could really use that. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of tired of getting caught with my pants down metaphorically. <laughs> of course, I um I am familiar with such enchants, and uh, it was one we used for the time our scouts. I could. I'm sure in the treasury we have such suits worth wearing. And I uh, happen to obtain one uh, by perchance. Absolutely. Done. Yes. Give me that bronze skin armor, baby! I knew it. <laughs> yep. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, it's so cool. Mythic mythic Odyssey of Theros. Bronze skin armor. I'm I'm going full Greek. I thought it was the the rapid. Isn't there a a rapid dawn, rapid doff suit? Like a common Uh, magic item that like puts itself on you. But that's why uh, it's the, the cast off. Uh, Yeah. So I, I, I I don't know if I'm sorry if I wasn't clear on that. I don't know. You're fine. Okay. I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking cast off. I was like, "That's, it's a really easy. Yeah, like, that's isn't that a common magic item? Like, yeah, you can have yeah. that. Sure. Um, yeah, and instead, he's the, like this the, mythic thing. The, it's the molten molten bronze skin armor, which I okay. love. Um, he's he's got cast off armor for you. That's what he's. Okay. That's what he uh, does. It go on the same way? Uh, no, it just comes off the off the one way. Uh, yeah. What is it, bronze skin? Let me see. The what it does. molten bronze skin 
uh, armor. Molten bronze skin plate. Uh, yeah, what is this? Tell me, show me what this is. It's so cool. There's two mint. Um, yeah, it doesn't tell me a rarity. I'm fine. Oh, rare. You're fine. Yeah, you can have that. Okay. Go for it. Sweet. Yeah, I'm not trying to go You're insane. good, man. Nah. No worries. Um, what a weirdly practical thing to ask for, though, that I kind of love. Yeah. Like, that's that's like yeah. asking for nice tires for your car. Like it's kind of expensive, <laughs> but like it's also like a thing you need to just get around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, because now it's literally just armor in a pot that I just, like, carry around. And it's just like, hey, do... <laughs> and done. Pot it then- up. Awesome. Uh, yeah. The no disadvantage on stealth checks is nice. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So essentially what ends up happening is Ulrun opens the pot and the bronze skin armor just kind of like flows like around him in like the form of plate and just kind of like starts to like hold in different areas. Nice. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Um, Tower off, treasure. You can go first. I figure we'll just go in reading order. Right. Well, uh, uh, truth be told, there ain't too much that I'm really after, but there is a particular blade that's got my attention that's in the possession of I hesitate to call him family with how he's behaved over the past few years. Mostly just trying to figure out a way if there's, if he might have, or if, well, if your predecessor would have maybe caught wind of Elf, little taller than me, blonde hair, carrying what looks like, um, one second, and I'll pull out the double-bladed sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, half of this. He he looks over it. Not much note of elves in recent days, um, aside from yourselves, of course. But the scrying abilities of some of the items I have at my disposal are worthwhile and may be able to lead you if he resides within my mountain then I would know I would be able to determine where he is it'll take me a bit to value famili- to find familiarity with him um, as I search the mountains my magics are still returning to me however after your sojourn to the forge, upon your return, if he is here, I will be able to send you to him. I would be mighty appreciative of that. Done. And you, my yellow friend? Well, as far as asking for anything, I mean, I've always had more than anything I've always ever needed. But there's these two pale-ass motherfuckers. 
Fill them with fire. I'm just going to explain, because at first I didn't think they'd follow us this far, but they caused so much trouble. <laughs> and that includes for our caravan, and those poor, and she's like making note of like Wyatt, those poor assholes had to deal with them. I'm not saying you have to go out of their way, out of your way to do anything to them, but if they show up, find a nice hole you don't like and just bury them in it. I have many a nice hole. I will make sure to... Phrasing. Boom. Yeah, he's, he's an ancient dwarf. Yeah, he's, he's on like, board with she's like, gonna ah. try to. <laughs> she's going to try to draw these things. It's going to come out terribly, I guarantee you. Okay. <laughs> to try to draw the Pale Brothers. Actually, if it helps, and I'll just go digging through my bag. It's like, no, that's trail mix. Uh, that's Boca. Ah. And I'll pull out the leather tie that I took off of one of them. This belonged to one of them, so if this might help, uh, maybe track them down or figure them out. Absolutely. Yes, that would be of tremendous aid to us. You have been very honest and very straightforward, so I don't want it to be a surprise as to why it is they're coming after us. It's not an us, it's a me in specific. I know you've been around for a very long time, possibly longer than my family has been around. Um, I am treasure night crafter of the Jalen Arsai night crafters. Watch him be like, who the fuck? I don't even know who you he, are. Um, it, he, he, he definitely gives you the indication and in face that he, that's vaguely familiar, not super familiar. He's probably, he might've heard it in passing. Which is perfectly fine, but her thing is she doesn't want him to be surprised if they come to him, try to deal or wheel or say something. Yeah. So she's being honest now about who she is and why they're after her. Okay. And saying her whole thing isn't necessarily that they vanish, so to speak, or that anybody goes and gets rid of them. Mm -hmm. So much as if they show up, nobody gets hurt. Great. Yeah, and, and he will... Uh, he listens intently. To to what level of detail do you explain the situation to him? I, in case my fiancé has decided to join in on this hunt, because I still have no idea what Owen Duskwood is like, other than he's a tiefling with elven features. I know there's a toss-up of whether he's a nice person or not. I'm sure there's a betting pool between the archivists about that <laughs> fable on the side of it's true love. You're going to meet him and he's going to be perfect suddenly and it's going to be a fairy tale and other people probably not so much. Um, Olarun's face says no. <laughs> so he does know the Duskwoods. Okay. Um, as... That's good, you say. Yeah. Of the um. Of the city of Brass, those goods. Yeah, tieflings kind of more elvish features as opposed to well, my giant self. I um, I know them by reputation, uh, less by feature, but um. I they are traders and craftsmen. And 
businessmen that would uh, that would do the nine hells proud. Dangerous folk, as far as I know. Following their own code, perhaps, but um, you say you you fled. Fled your way. Yeah. Yep. He, um, for the first time, he he walks back to what is his throne, right, in this place, and and sits. And he kind of he kind of leans over to the side and kicks his his dwarven legs up on the up on the the side as he as he as he like really delves in to his mind palace as it were but of course he has a mind palace well i'm yeah yeah Yes, he he's so old, he needs one. I mean, how else is he going to keep... He have a mind cottage at that age. Everything yeah. would just be running to itself. Not, a, a not duplex? Well, not everybody can be Digor, all right? Digor had a, had, a, had a mind duplex, and, you know, Guter had a mind hovel. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm switching really it up. He should have had a palace. He might not have lost his past if he, he had more lost space. literally everything. Yeah, um, so... He thinks about it for a few minutes, and then he he kind of kicks his feet back off and, and and goes to to a very lean forward, steepled. I, uh, treasure, night crafter. I, I, quite sorry. You're the dangers. That you and your family are in are prodigious, to be sure. I, in our heyday, such uh, such names wouldn't give me pause. However, in our diminished state, the Duskwoods, not through force of arms, but through magic, skill, alliances, and connections through a conglomerate and a skillful use of law, the application of is quite dangerous. The most dangerous bit of it all is that by not marrying this lad, you've broken the contract by which any number of things could have been forfeited. Beyond, not in, not limited to, but their family, their legacy, their wealth, the exclusive rights to their craftsmanship, as you have indicated, their own place here on the mortal plane. I, I can only guess wildly at what. Uh, nefarious, shall I say, um, addendums or loopholes the Duskwoods would have included in such a thing. If you don't fulfill that contract, then uh, the dangers of which 
I can only dampen. Don't know that I'd be able to shield you or your friends from. And I am sorry that that is the case. Were they in my domain? Well, we believe in the rule of law. We believe in its conscious and how shall I say sensible application. Those words don't believe in such things. And honestly, you breaking the contract might be far more beneficial to them. Might be why they've pursued you so fervently. Or perhaps seeking to make sure you never do fulfill it. Um, is there any way to, um, find out historically if how they've treated people who have broken contracts before? Is this an excuse to go to war? Also, <laughs> treasure, is there a prenup that we don't know about that maybe details what will happen if you didn't follow through with your side of things? Because um, that might be helpful to know, and you might not know, but uh, we could find someone who does. You're assuming I know what the word prenup means. My mom handled all that. Great, okay. Um, we may yeah. need to have a chat with so the contract would probably be with her, or with um, with with the Duskwoods within the city of Brass. Um, both are dangerous places, from what I understand. Uh, that would be how you would search, seek that out. I I cannot uh, provide you much aid there, and I'm and I'm sorry that I can't. You provided me information, and that's way more aid than I've gotten to this point. And I appreciate that. And just uh, if those pale motherfuckers show up, you know, Understood. that, yeah. Uh, j- just uh, to clarify something, um, you mentioned City of Brass a couple times. Is that kind of like them Red Brass Dragon King that we tangled with before? Oh, oh no. No. Those are drunk dragons of the elements. They are a, um, as they claim, true breed of dragon. Upstarts in dragon kind. Blending chromatic and metallic bloodlines together along the elemental lines, creating a political movement, as it were, within the dragon kind. They are fervent haters of the great game and seek to re-establish the glory dragon kin by bursting through the warden's wall. And while I have no love for the players of the great game, they are a lateral move at best. As you can see, they have wrought destruction in my kingdom. Oh, that game. Well, this just got very interesting, and I'd like to officially withdraw my betting pool for one true love, if I can get whoever has that coin back. No, it's got Okay. Maybe uh, maybe it'll be all right. <laughs> no, sorry, Fabo. All bets were fine when we uh, took the I'm answer. I'm sorry, sorry, I forgot the fine print. I was drunk when I made the bet. It's fine. But you know what? I still believe in the power of love. It can, it can supersede binding contracts and the potential for war. I think uh when uh when you mentioned the great game 
like causing like doom to his kingdom um i'll just be like what the the game is responsible for all of this in a roundabout way the game's why i led these dwarves and giants from the field of play led us into the talons of angry dragons we find ourselves caught on the precipice between two mighty factions. And my people have suffered for it. Here. There is, um... There is something I thought you might like to see. And he stands from the throne and begins to lead you all down into the um, into the House of Lords uh, room, right? The big throne room. And in, in some ways, you, you're seeing almost as though it's like a, a picture double exposed on top of each other. Um, the other throne rooms that you visited from these different fortresses all sort of overlaid, and, and as you look at them, each of the murals sort of interlocks and creates a grander design. And all of it lines up very well with the Black King's uh, domicile. And as you get closer to the center, it becomes more and more the Black King's throne room. Uh, apologies, I'm still reintegrating all of this. <clears throat> I know you come from the east. It was your um, offer, not just of aid, but the idea of a new force within the playing field that truly caught my attention of you. This is something I have held in great reserve my perhaps greatest treasure and while it was one I had intended to personally take and lead back east is for now one that I um, I think is better put to service in your hands this is The field of play. And he presents a map of Lickdracht. Specifically the, the region from the ocean to those mountains. Uh, sort of our first two maps. right? And on it, it's more complete than what you've ever seen before. And on it, you can find markers of of the players of the great game it was um, it was through this that I was able to lead my people west avoiding the um, machinations of such players it is highly sought after very dangerous to them 
And as far as I can tell, there are only a handful of them. I had hoped, with you all traveling to the forge as you are, that with this, I might, um, might request a bit more service. That you all use the magics of that great forge to duplicate this for me that I might gift you the original. I'm going to solidly say that yes, we will absolutely try to do that. Yeah. I uh so Olorun's just kind of staring at the the map. Um kind of looking at like the the players and, and the moves that they seem to be making. Um is there any that seem to be like going towards what seems to be like a like a like a domicile or like a town or like something where there just seem to be just kind of people like just kind of trying to live their lives around there of of the players that are active that you can see sorry i'm grabbing my maps so that i can thank you and you saw my message i did not meg was out for the night so i was gonna say screen share uh okay our internet's completely gone. Oh, I did. I had not seen that. Okay, give me a moment. I will get you. I just figured since you were talking yeah, about yeah, maps, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was very good timing. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we can start here. Um, and. Okay. Um, uh, you know what? Let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. I know it's a little early, um, but I need a moment to, to revamp. And with Meg not being here, we got to some things a little quicker. Um, so I do have, like I said, her request for the king, which we can do when we get back. And I'd love to hear it. Um, we're going to take a 10 minute break right now. We're going to come back in, in as soon as I find the right screen there we go okay so we're going to be back in about 10 minutes thank you guys for hanging out with us we'll see you soon but until then stay tuned good evening everyone and welcome back we're random encounter productions i'm cody stone with me tonight we have caitlin playing fable frost the ace genasi phoenix El sorcerer i'm cole playing olarun dawn seeker the asmr oath of glory paladin howdy y'all i'm mars i'll be playing talrath complete the wood elf scout and I'm Kez, and I'm playing Treasure Nightcrafter, the Tiefling Fighter. All right, guys. So jumping back into tonight's adventure, uh, the Black King has just revealed to our uh, to our players, the Archivist, uh, his map of uh, of the field of of the great of the playing field of the great game. Um, so uh, the this is going to bop in and out as I change maps. It's because I don't have it all on. One massive map? Oh, wait, or do I? Oh, man. Cody. Cody making making decisions and having <laughs> problems. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be... 
it wouldn't be disasters if I didn't. Uh, I thought I made one. I did make one. I don't know where it is. We're just going to keep going, folks. Um, Olorun, yeah, make um, make me an investigation check, as you do. Investigation? Could I give him advantage and help him out? Absolutely. Oh, well, let's see if the digital digital dice continue to screw me in my last my last game. Are you serious? Well, it's a good thing you gave me uh, gave me advantage because it's a natural 20. Hey, nicely <laughs> done. Um, yeah. So the reason I have up here uh, map three of of Lickdracht as opposed to any of the uh, any of the ones that are further any of the ones that are further east. There we go. I know. I know my directions. I can do this. Is that this is specifically the closest of them. And you are looking at down here in the lower left-hand corner. Red things are. There are some warden towers right here. And down in this corner, it's unlabeled corner, behind these mesas, is where... That is named right. Uh, it's currently where the, uh, the lich oh. is... Um, is you can see the emblem of his influence, uh, sort of spreading, and it is it is it is arcane magic and and undeath walled in behind this these great desert mesas, and uh, a, a place that once held uh, a, a tremendous amount of civilization. Um, for those of you that that remember or don't remember, um, the Lich is the third incarnation uh, of one of the great players. He was once the uh, Seven City Sultan, and then the Bloodspeaker, and has now evolved into into the Lich. And that is the that is the closest, um, and and seemingly most, I would say life-threatening of the um, of the players. Uh, other ones that you see nearby that unfortunately require other maps for me to pull up is um, the Living Spell within uh, the Eight Tears of Shayla Ren and the Architect within the Halls of uh, the Black King's former domain, actually. Which is near the the far eastern um, mountains that isn't. Uh, sorry. Um, those would be the ones that are most active at this at this point. So. Uh, okay. So Olrun's gonna file that information away. Um, in his mind tent. In his mind, yeah, he has a mind tent. He doesn't have a mind palace. He has a mind tent, um, and so he's just kind of like he's he's kind of just like staring at the map, just trying to take in as much of it as he can at, at this 
at this moment in time. Mm. Yeah, and um, so I am hoping, my friends, that I can trust with you that you be able to replicate magics that it has. Uh, having switched maps, because I figured out how to do that, here, yeah. above Novel Brectus, there is a dwarven fortress that had remained unlabeled on your map previously in the, um, in the Dragon Peaks, right? Scales of the Dragon, Central Scales. Um, that was that was our home, or mine of birth, as it were. This this is more our domain now, but um, he thinks back and and can tell to his mind um, the guy that kicked him out, uh, mechanical monarch. Uh, it's how he remembers. So, and that's the architect? Yes. That okay. is the architect. Um, so, yeah. Alrun will also look at that, and he'll just go, that's awfully close to home. They often are. Um... Yeah, there there are. I mean, if you guys do, do you want to know where more of them are? Is this important uh, to you, or what do you want? Well, so so we're we're just gonna go at so, uh, but we're gonna make a copy of this, right? So that's the yeah, plan. Yeah, the plan is okay. the plan is for you guys to to make uh to make a a copy. Yeah, or if you can you can try to make more than one if you are able to. Um, yeah. But yeah, to do that, you guys need to get to... Go, Talroth, go! <laughs> go, Talroth, go, Talroth, go! Talroth, go! This is your uh, moment. Well, there's just two that I'm curious about. Sure. Well, three, technically. Uh, the first one, since we had it marked on the map before, Castle Diabolic. Yes. Is that still showing up in the same area? Yes, it is. Okay. So that was more just like the reference point for me. Mm-hmm. The two that I'm curious about is... Is there any activity where Talroth's home is, especially after the everything is close to home? Um, so where his home is, his current home is, right? We're talking, remind me, we're talking Feinaistanaya? Believe so, yes. Okay, cool. Just making sure that I am giving you proper information. Um, there's a, so not everybody is on the map, partly because they're not, um, necessarily active at the moment, um, or they don't have machinations happening, right? The closest person, uh, the closest player of the great game to your home is, uh, the Spelljack. And he's down in sort of the southern end of the central scales and, um, you guys had encountered him over in the Patchstone Wastes. So he's kind of bopping around that area, it looks like. Although, it doesn't appear that he is immediately, like, on top of your your home. Gotcha. And the only other one I'd look for, just for my own personal curiosity, where is Awful? 
Awful is currently in、um, the looking on the map.、Um, uh, Nova Vlotras, the、uh, the northern city in the blood、uh, near the Blood Gulch River. The place that you guys you met him in the southern、uh, version of that city. That is where he is currently. Ain't that like a? He would just just go up the river because、yeah. he's just that、like、unbothered. Like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's just that unbothered. Like he didn't even go far. He didn't even try hard. It's literally just a ride up the river. Oh, listen. You know what? He's a homebody, so he has flaws. That's you know, <laughs> never lived more than twenty miles away from where I was born or where it, I took over the world. It's、um, not like he told you he was going on a great. Track. He, he got his key and he was like, "All right,、um, uh, I got stuff to do. I got immortal games to play. I got to make my way up here." <laughs> like, Making my way downtown, sailing I, fast. Slow sailing, slow. He's just he's taking his time.、Uh, <laughs> he's in a spa while we're all freezing our asses off. As yeah, yeah. he's just like waiting for us to show up. Like it took you long enough. We、yeah. all hate him so much because he's just like the coolest, most unbothered person in the entire world. <laughs> he's gonna world. be so nice too. Like we're gonna meet him, and he's gonna be chill as fuck, and he's gonna be that villain that everyone develops unhealthy sexual attractions to. Cody, if he's not, you failed us. I, I, I will. I Make him the dark. Do my、one. best. <laughs> Make him the heavy darkness. Let's go. Yeah.、Uh, so he is. He is in Vlodenarvakt. How did that river get destroyed? My map. That's not good. There it is. Come back, river. Okay. <laughs> Just around the river. Where, Where did, it did it go? No, he's yeah, he's in Vlodin Narvakt. Um. So. Cool, cool. All right. Yeah, those are the main things that I was looking for because I know there's going to be a, a lot of stuff to study on these maps. Just <laughs> okay.、Yeah. Um. Yeah, he lets you know there's it's a there's a little delay. It's not like in real time because it takes it it doesn't measure them. It measures the impact of their、um, machinations. So,、uh, but it'll definitely get you in the neighborhood and and will will help you out tremendously in that.、Um, Fable, would you mind telling passing on what Saride was gonna ask for?、Uh, yeah, it's perfect. She actually,、um, as we're mentioning this, she.、Um... Is she in the chat? Hello, Saride. I don't think so.、Oh, okay. Um, um. So speaking of speaking of liches, um, it's curious, and I'm not gonna try to, I'm not gonna try to be Saride. I'm just gonna be Fable. Um, but uh, a member of our party, a friend, um, was asking for their um sort of a boon, granting wish, reward thing. Uh, if you know of a way to um, how shall I put it?、Uh, to extend someone's perhaps pre-shortened life by not without becoming a lich or anything dangerous like that, I get the feeling there's um a life expectancy difference, and they'd like to um manage it without someone having to give away their eternal soul to be an undead monster forever. I. Well, the extension of life is a dangerous path to walk. 
It never truly comes without sacrifice. There are some uh, more, shall I put it, uh, docile magical items that have been known to extend one's existence, but they are rare, they are few, and they are far between. Those are limited to achieve the sort of lifespan that I've, I have has acquired faith sacrifice. It's not something that doesn't pay on me personally. However, it is possible uh, I believe as I scroll through my options here a potion of longevity but they are dead exceedingly rare. It's more often than not to make them or to uh, utilize, not to utilize them, but to make them or to uh, cross them. Require some form. He assumed as much. But, um, that's such a long either way. Of course. Mm. <clears throat> So, my friends, if you'll forgive my impatience, but you have many things. I will search through my treasury, and when you return, hopefully have for you the um, planar traveling method, which I promised. And, of course, the location of a number of thorns or sites. But if you all wouldn't mind, I'd like to usher you along to the forge. Wouldn't mind at all. I think we're just as eager to get there as you're eager to have us. Quick question to everybody else. We want to clear this place out before we uh, strap along Wyatt and company, right? Oh, yeah. No, that that's going to be a... Uh, that, that poor boy's been through a lot. I, I think yeah, we should cut him a break. I think it's best that he just kind of relaxes for a little bit. I think he's earned it. Agreed. Let's just go and clear it out, and then we can move on from there. Okay. Let's see. The um, the Black King, as you can see, all of his, um, all of the keys that you guys had gathered remain in place around his throne and adorn it as such. And when he sits upon it, you can feel the thrum of the magical energy that permeates through this room, permeates through all of his fortresses, you uh, you believe. And the areas that are within are, at least how they once were, his, uh, his true domain. 
And it is from this seat of power that he is able to reach into the ether and open the portal between here and the forge. The magic as it surges to life, even that does very little to dampen the rush of heat that seeps from the portal itself. Never have you guys, even traveling to the frozen fjords of the north, never have these portals failed to prevent a, a rush of... of elemental energy like this, of pure weather as it were and so he looks at you all alright my friends I wish you the best sort of nods nods his way Odds you direction. We uh I uh I step out towards uh you know the uh step through the portal and head uh head in. Before I step through, I'm just gonna kinda of glance back at the black king. <sighs> I'm gonna need another drink after this. And then go through. Sort of smile. Fable before she steps through, um, crafts out of ice. This little, um, if you've seen, if you've seen Stardust, it's the snowdrop. It's that little flower that is meant to it's protective, um, mm-hmm. symbolically and magically. And then she just crafts this little and holds it out to him and says, "To keep you all safe while you're rebuilding everything, and we'll be back soon." Treasure it. Off you go. Treasure just salutes. Keep one cold for us. I'm sure Talroth is going to need a third. Alright. As you all step through the portals, the heat begins to cook the outside of your skins. Uh, Treasure, it is... It is almost uncomfortable for you. And your uh yeah, it is it is almost uncomfortable for you. It's the shower that's that's just a little too hot to start. And uh and you'll you'll settle into it. But for now, for this moment, it's like ah that stings. For everybody else, wow, this is awful. Oh yeah, it's I just fable has gone. Just fire and ice war in her body recently. Just come on, for fuck's sake. Uh, you've been, yeah, you've been going to a lot of extreme weather conditions. Yep. Uh, recently. So, there, it is definitely, uh, dangerous. As you guys step through the area and you look about, there is...
the room, the hall, the building here, uh, within the volcano, you can see it is surging with power. And the reason it is so hot, very much even under, under your feet, um, the runic carvings and the channels that you've seen catch raw magical energy that you've seen catch ethereum and 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 mana that you've seen uh channel blood and water um seem to be dripping with lava down the columns they they magical patterns and across the floors and beneath your feet you can tell um there's the grid, and none of it is raw lava. It's all stone, um, and probably very thick stone. But the little places where the lava is channeling, where it's running through, is heating the floor so much that there that these cracks, these little grout lines, are glowing red, the same way the coils in like a toaster oven or or the the top of a stove do, and so. You are very much having to um, sort of dance over these, these burning lines and these uh, tremendous cracks in different um, in different uh, patterns that weave their way their way through. And as you guys are traveling, you begin hearing. In the distance, this hammering, this slight uh, tinking, and ever so often, deeply satisfying sort of squelch metal dipped into water. hammering picks up and begins again. Path in front of you is and but it is perfectly owned stone. The roof is about 20 feet tall and there are lava laced doors ahead. That seems to be where, from beyond, sound is coming from. Well, that's not terrifying at all. Uh, yeah, and I turn to uh, to Fable and um, uh, Tauroth, and I go, "I, it looks like we might need this." And I take out my potion of fire resistance. It's like, do you or when do you think you're going to need it? Give it to the sneaky one. I um, I do better when I break a little bit. Okay. So I hand it off to um, Talroth. So you now have a potion of fire resistance. <sighs> Thank you. This, uh, <laughs> it's a little warm in here, ain't it? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, uh, it's not the most comfortable of places. I'm glad we came first instead of bringing Wyatt and Troop along. They would have fried the moment they walked. 
Well, uh, seems uh, pretty stri- straightforward from here. Shall we get going? Yeah, I think so. Um, Treasure, you and I take point. We can take point, because at least if something decides to fire on us, I can take the hit. Talroth, don't stay too far behind. I'm going to need you to fire into if something fires at us. Also, Olorun, you haven't been here in a minute. Um, I do this thing now when it gets really bad. Um, so if you see me running away from the group, just let it happen. I promise. <laughs> you fucking promise. I know you were here when it happened like once or twice. It's gotten bad. <laughs> just fucking stay over there. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, okay. She's already crackling a little bit like, Stop it. As you guys make your way forward, I would like all of you to make me... I will take either acrobatics or athletics. Um, Thank you for the option. This is essentially you guys dancing along this... um, this, The the floor is lava. Um, Not quite. Not quite lava, but... um, I want to rewatch that show now. Uh, uh, yeah, we should. It's so good. We're season two, Netflix. I volunteer as tribute. I would like to. I would like to play. I would like to be a participant. Twenty-one, by the way, is my acrobatics. Nicely done, DC of sixteen. Oh hell yeah! I'm thinking. I'm debating on whether or not to use my channel divinity for this, or save it in case we. I need to do an inspiring smite. Tough call. That feels. Uh, yeah, it's your call. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna. I'll just take the hit if it's. Yeah, of course. I rolled a six, so that's a nine on the athletics check. Okay. But I do have. But I do have resistance against fire damage. Okay, that's gonna be that's gonna be useful. Uh, nat twenty for a twenty nine. If I can help Scooch all the run along. Uh. I you know I mean you got the nat twenty. If you want to try to give him advantage, I'm gonna make you roll a disadvantage. Yeah, I'll help him out. Okay. So, oh. o- Olarun, you can roll for advantage. Talroth, you now are rolling. Roll one more time at disadvantage. So, 19 for me. Okay, 19 total. Sounds good. 12. 12. Olarun, as as you're <laughs> hopscotching along, along Talroth, making it look easy sort of sort of catches you. Uh, and and pushes you up onto uh, onto your side. And... The Florida's Lava season two is casting, by the way. What? So we're gonna audition for that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Carry on. You're good. Um, Taroth, you do manage to be able to to continue to nimbly uh, step over and around everything. Um, Olarun. You you do step on one of the, the burning coils. Treasure. Yep. Twenty-four total. Twenty-four oh yeah. Nicely done. You're you're not so much you're just jumping over like great swaths of them to the to the large plates, right? You're like, ah, oh, that one's big, and you just sort of, you know, get a get a running jump on it. And uh, so the only one that takes any fire damage is Olarun. Uh Olarun, that is going to uh, with your resistance at 20 down to 10 points of fire damage. Oh, thank goodness I have resistance because 20 would have stuck. Yeah. 
especially going into a fight. Absolutely. So, you guys have hopped across the uh, burning floor of this volcanic forge. These, the runes that are in this room, um, remind you vaguely of the type of architecture and uh, and runes that you saw in the uh, in the Biomancer facility below Four Point Farms. It's not exactly the same, but you get the feeling it, that is how old this place is. Probably utilized by um, either the keepers uh, of the of the twin gods or um, their immediate descendants, right? Just for reference, you guys have made it. There are these twenty foot tall, eighteen foot tall doors, uh, double doors. They are stone. And they, too, have this runic lava sort of seeping through them. What would you guys like to do? Well, uh, what do you think's on the other side of this thing? I'm going to say something fancy and magical and far beyond our understanding, so let's go. All right. The DM turns up the hammering music as it sounds closer to you. <laughs> what? And it does, in fact. Nice. Is it? Uh, is there a way to like? Uh, is there like? What is the opening mechanism? For so this it, door? the the opening mechanism of the door is um, to its pull handles sort of inset into the stone door. Um. So yeah. So I try and do with the dramatic, like, like both hands, like, okay. So there's like the one lone shadow hanging. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, dramatic. I love yeah. it. Oh, you, Aragorn run it walking through. You want to do the Aragorn? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. that's that's the one. <laughs> if I can, I want to try to just blow some wind under him to kind of make his cloak or something just billow. <laughs> sure, absolutely. Uh, make me an athletics check. Please, please trip and fall. Please trip and fall. The wind's too heavy. It just... <laughs> Wait, was that for me to make an athletics check? No, no, no. Olarun. Oh, do you mean to? Oh, good. Grief. Yeah, to open the doors. Yeah. You know what? Athletics check. Yeah, just... around, this... buddy. <laughs> oh, this is why. This is. Yep, I'm channeling my. I'm channel divinity right okay. now for this. For this. <laughs> this is the moment is I was waiting moment. for. This to is give me this is advantage the on this athletics check. Okay, that's a nineteen. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, also make me a. Um, Constitution saving throw. Okay. It was a, by the way, it was a 19 and a 3. Ooh. Yeah. That divinity, though. Well, you are in a place of forging and your god is a sword. So like, uh, I feel like that's appropriate. Uh, 27 on the con save. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So you're going to take, um, you're going to take half damage from the, that, the handles of this door are burning. So you're going to, you're going to take a quarter damage. Uh, that's going to reduce down to four points 
of, of damage. And as Olarun grabs the door handles, you guys hear the, um, even through the molten armor that is that is encompassed his entire body through the gloves that are part of his armor as he grabs them it's like hearing a uh, a stake being dropped onto onto a grill there is that sizzle and he he gives it a pull and as a dramatic uh, sort of jerking motion you can hear the not so much stone break but like the the sound of um, sort of the magic and magnet sort of sort of sliding apart, right? And as he does that, as the doors come pulling back out and open, the little beads of lava that have been running through the door suddenly out of sync with their channels begin spilling out and cascading back behind him. I need everybody else to make dexterity saving throws. Whoops. Everyone gets plus five, by the way, because they're within 20 feet of me. Well, there you go. Well, then 26, buddy. That's a 22. Constitution, right? Dex. 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 Oh. Uh, It's very different. (laughs) 18 plus whatever Olerun gave me, because that's that uh, has no decks. 23. Plus five. Yep. There we uh, go. So, because this is deck save against an AoE, Tauroth, I believe, evasion kicks in for you. Uh, so, that is 11, 14, 25 points of damage reduced to 13 for Fable. Fable, did you take the potion of fire resistance? No, it was Tauroth. I'm, I'm just making sure. So yeah. you, you take 13 points of fire damage. Treasure, you're going to take 7 points of fire damage. After your resistance. Uh, after my resistance. 7, yep. okay. Yep. Yeah, 25 total. Down to 13, down to 7. Yeah, seeing all that happen, seeing the lava, I'm just going to take out that potion and just drink. Okay. Now is the time I have this, this <laughs> drink. Yeah. As you guys open up the um, the doors. There is a brilliant, radiant light that comes cascading out from here. And you can see there is this 10-foot tall crystalline entity, Gollum. It, it doesn't look... It, it's moving. It's animated for sure. There's no... Uh, flesh to it. There's nothing that is living about it. And in the center is this magnificent glowing core of energy. And it is surrounded by the, these crystalline um, shapes and uh, sort of geometric um, geodes. Ugh, double geo there. Uh into into this humanoid form and it's the sinew of it is arcane energy but the muscle a bone structure and it is it is a very refined looking piece and as it moves the light sort of 
catches through one of the crystals and and will spray out these this brilliant rainbow of colors across uh, across each of you. At this distance, it's not harmful, uh, nor is it uh, painful. But you you get the feeling if you're close to this thing, uh, that there's a good chance that light will blind you. So, um, as you open the doors, you can see it moving about lifting hammers of different styles and natures and pounding away at these these different anvils putting them into forges where mighty stones press the metal or roll it or grind away portions of of the blades and in here can see much of the it, it does this ad nauseum it makes something and then it destroys it settling back into the lava soaking down you can see bits of armor bits of blade clearly made from here as though forging merely what it did to pass the time and now as a new distraction I would like all of you to flip for initiative. Ooh. Thank you, Tauroth. Olaroon. Queen, baby! Hey! King, bitches! <laughs> One sec, pulled out the wrong deck, pulled out my Malifaux deck. Olaroon oh, saw a face card. It has to be his last game. That's... It's his, it's, this is the finale. Yeah, this is the this farewell. Is, this is it. This is when Elrond dies. <laughs> oh no! This is how he goes. This is how he goes with the final, finally getting face cards. Oh god! One sec. I'm just. But you gonna... know what? It's okay that you know. It's okay. I'm only saying it because Megan is in chat. It's okay that she's out. You know, we we wouldn't have had a healer anyway. Oh. Yeah. Oh, don't That's do that. That's a lie. If, you find, if your internet starts working again, please pop the fuck back in mid-fight. Just come back in. We'll get you in. Let's yep. go, ma'am. All right. Treasure, what did you have? I had a two. A two. Okay. Uh, King is up first. Fable. So it is attacking us. Good. It's it's and, prepared to, and you were told there would be yep. a guardian, Good. and it and would probably is- not like you. <laughs> Free action, once again. Hello, my name is Fable. Would you like to be my friend? <laughs> Every fucking time, just in case. And if sure. not, I apologize in advance for this. Bonus action, Mantle of Flame. Okay. Um, And uh, it, it fire. Mm-hmm. All right. I am going to... So, th- so this one is not fire. It's not fire. It is not. It is crystal and magic. Okay, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Crystal and magic is fine. Um, I am going to... Um, if... <laughs> Um, I haven't used that because we haven't taken the, we've taken a long rest. Um, may I please? I am, oh, I'm going to switch to some. uh, How far away is it? Uh, 60 feet. I'm going to, all right, I'm going to move. I'm going to scatter. I'm going to spread out from the group. I'm going to go 30 feet, like to the left or right. I'm going to circle around so we're not in an AOE if something happens. Um, okay. And I would just like to cast a first level chromatic orb. Let's just get simple with this, alright? Let's do it. Let's just have a nice, simple happy little fight. Let's just, you know, 
Um, how about I roll to hit before? Yeah, let's let's do that. The dice roller's been nice to me tonight. Sixteen. Seventeen is its armor Fucking class. Hell! As Fuck. as your chromatic orb uh, comes flowing towards it, it shifts just a little bit, and off of the crystalline uh, geo, the chromatic orb twists and, and pulls uh, off to the distance. Oh well, like I said, um, I did that in case you wanted to be friends. She will ride that friendship train to an early grave, and one day some monster will accept it. It's true. One day. Not it shall this not be day. this day. <laughs> that is correct. Which it is not this day. Yep. Uh, uh, up next is Olorun. Oh, we were, you guys are in uh, reading order, and I just put my guy here in between Come Tower on. and Treasure. Hey. Hey. Okay. Easy so how me. far away is the guy, is the, 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 the golem guy from me. Uh, 55 feet. 55 feet. Okay. So what I'm going to do is move my full 40 feet. So I'm 15 feet away from him. Okay. And then use my action to, uh, radiant soul. Okay. And as I do it, I'm going to be like, you shine bright. That's cute. And then whip out Dawnbringer and go Radiant Soul and like get all glimmery eyes and wings and stuff. As you draw forth Dawnbringer, your angelic wings spraying out of your back in a brilliant display of celestial light. Uh, You come rushing forward. You hear from uh, Dawnbringer, now is the dawning of a new sun. This is where I was born. This is where it shall die. Yes. And then, yes. as a bonus action, I will cast Divine Favor on myself. Okay. Giving me an extra D4 Radiant damage on my attacks. Sounds Good. Tauroth, you are up. Is anything engaged with this thing within five feet of it? Uh, Olorun, what was your total speed there? Did you get within five feet? Nope. I'm 40. 15, feet, 15 feet away. So nothing is engaged with it yet. And how far away from me is it? Uh, 55 feet. I was, I was putting you up near Olorun. All right, let's uh, see if this works. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and draw the swords, just mm-hmm. kind of mullinate them a little bit, get some of the winds kicking up. Mm-hmm. But as I'm running up to kind of match up with Olorun, I'm going to flip one of the swords to reverse grip and just kind of whip it around like I'm using it to kind of yank at the wind and just drag the wind straight behind me. Okay. And I'm going to cast Wind Tunnel at the Crystal Golem. Nice. All right. Tell me what that does. Uh, yeah. You cause the wind to create a localized vacuum of wind to lash out towards a creature within range. So I have to get within 30 feet of him. Okay. 
make a melee spell attack against a target. If it hits, they take uh, 1d6 bludgeoning damage. And if they are large or smaller, they get pulled up to 10 feet closer. So I'm trying to yank it towards all the room. Yeah, absolutely. It is it is a 10-foot um, sized creature. So go for it. That's a nat one. Oh, no. The wind kicks up, but the ash of the forge uh, just sort of blows past it, and it dampens the light ever so slightly, but it looks uh, dramatic and awesome. So, uh, the crystal golem feeling you tug at it. Was there anything else, uh, Tauroth, before I go? Uh, that would have been my action. So, yeah, I'll just Zephyr Strike as a bonus action just to get that rolling. Okay. As you kick on Zephyr Strike, the crystal golem, the hammer that it wielded drops to the ground as it uh, comes not even lumbering, just sort of gliding uh, with arcane fervor across the molten floor towards Olarun. It closes that distance and is going to make two slam attacks. Um, And that is a natural one and a 13 plus 10 for a 23 to hit. Uh, So that is going to be ah yes use the crystal dice with the crystal golem all right well that was a poor choice on my part uh eight points uh excuse me 14 points of bludgeoning damage on that attack Ooh. do i get my sentinel i don't know how close Olarun was next to he had moved forward uh okay. about 25 feet at that point 30 so he's not he's not within five feet of you but he can be now, if you would like. Yeah, it's my turn. It is your turn. Oh. Yeah, what I have do you to got? Make a const- I have to make a concentration check for divine favor. Please do. 19, I'm good. All right, sounds good. Treasure. Okay, going to pull out the greatsword and uh, close that distance and just go for my attacks. Okay. As you come rushing forward, go ahead and make your attacks. Uh, the first one is a... 19, it's a 13 plus 9. I am so bad at math. I am so sorry. <laughs> 22. I don't think the second one hits. It's a 17 altogether. 17 barely hits. Okay. So 2d6 plus 5. Let's do that. We don't roll ones in this house, treasure. There we go. So that is going to be a total of 16 for the first one. Okay. Once again, treasure, I told you about those ones. Treasure being obstinate. Seven plus five for a total of... Twelve. Twelve, there we go. Got you. 
I would like you now. Is your is your weapon magical? It is adamantine, but there is no magic on it. Ah, okay, but it is adamantine. Okay, it is. Uh, let's see. Do me a favor. Roll mm-hmm. me two d twenty. Roll me two d twenty at advantage. Uh, so the seventeen. Oh, 17. 17 is what you is what you needed. Um, so the the damage uh, of the adamantine blade does break into the crystal and is um, is hammering it. You feel the shards of it sort of fly off and spray across your body, but you look at your adamantine blade. And you realize that the aura, the arcane energy, and the fact that this thing is in a forge and has been made and, and built uh, by, by the greatest makers and craftsmen of, of Lickdracht, uh, your adamantine blade for the first time has chipped uh, on, on the edge. Um, and were, were this a lesser blade made from a lesser material, it probably would have uh, broken. That's not good. And she like looks at the rest of the party like, I've never been so glad to be a caster. I've never been so glad to be a caster. I've never been so glad to be a caster. Warning, 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 warning. Panic, 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 panic. All right. New round. <laughs> Four. Five. Cole. Get a six, Cole. I'm, I'm Get still a six. Waiting. There it goes. Seven. Ah. <laughs> treasure, you're up again. But uh, so it's uh, treasure, Tara. It's reverse reading order with me in between the two. How? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Treasure has many concerns, but this is a concern that's going to be addressed later. Okay. Uh, oh, Treasury. Well, you you hit twice, didn't you? I did hit twice. Yes, so yeah, I have to roll so, again. When so did I? roll again. Yeah, still at advantage. Um, mm-hmm. Also, that's 17. Okay. So I got two chips now. You do? Yes. Go for it. Well, better the sword than my knuckles, at least for right now. Sure. That would suck. Yeah. So I am going to attempt to hit it two more times. Okay, let's do it. That's a 27 on the first one. 27 is going to hit. Another 27. So I'm just shy of my crits both times. Yeah. What would you like first? The damage or Let, Let's do the, the damage goals? first and then let's do let's do damage, save, damage, save. Please. Because if you Treasure, we don't roll twos. Because if you don't because if you don't save the second hit doesn't happen. We don't roll ones either, Treasure. Come on now. Treasure, you dumb yellow bitch. Okay, there we go. Max damage on that one. Nice. 
What is the total of that? 17? 17. There we go. I remember. Thank you for not rolling a one or a two this time. So that's a 14. 14. Okay. Oh, let me go ahead and roll my... I did those out of Well, yeah, roll roll the save first. I'll take the four I'll put the 14 back on if I need to. Yep. I think the sword might have broken. So I was an eight. An eight. Ooh. Yeah, failed by five or more. So um because it's adamantine, it doesn't shatter. Uh but as as it comes swinging in, uh you swing with such force. Uh, that it, the golem twists just a little bit, and so you, you curve the edge of the blade up to kind of create a, a, a slicing angle, right? Shearing our part of those, uh, those crystals. But in, it sort of comes forward to meet it, and the blade bends with the force of your swing and, and its, its marriage, uh, its borrowed force, driving into the blade your your great sword now looks like an adamantine like boomerang kind of uh bent at a at a weird giant angle um that's or that weapon's useless uh until she just until looks at it for prepared. for her second hit because that would mean i'd missed my second hit or i didn't get yeah, it. yeah you didn't get it She's going to look at it. You think I'm done? And just take a big old, like, haymaker swing at it. Make me a wisdom saving throw. Gonna suck. (laughs) It's a 14. It didn't suck as bad as I thought. (laughs) Hey! That did not suck as bad as as it could have. Uh, However, I would like you... So... As Treasure takes her massive swing at this, uh, there it is. Let me open this up. As she takes the swing at the, there, aha, as she takes the swing, she comes hammering into it. Um, Olarun, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. I'm sorry for whatever I just did. 22. Okay, great. So you do save. Uh, However, you are going to take uh, half damage, um, which is going to be... Right. I remember why I did that with this thing, because it loves D12s. So you are going to take nine points of... Oh, it's fire damage. So five points of fire damage. Reduced and reduced. Um, off, out of the backpack that Olarun has been keeping it in, uh, the haft of the blood burner bursts into flames and comes surging across it, across the battlefield off of his back. What other gear did you have in that backpack, Olaroon? Uh, probably just like my mess kit. I did have a potion of healing and like some some other like just random adventuring gear. Yeah, that adventuring kit that, that everybody starts with, that's pretty yeah. much gone for you now. Oh, uh, joy. Yeah. Uh, as, as the... Half of this great axe 
which for the purposes of this fight, we are going to treat as a versatile 1d8, 1d10 bludgeoning weapon. It is magical. Um, and it is a, it, for you, it's going to be a plus one. Okay. Um, because blood burner has been, was broken. It doesn't, it doesn't have the ax heads on it. However, as it comes soaring across the battlefield into, into treasure's hand, as she goes to punch this, this crystalline forging golem, you just hear a deep guttural burn, burn, burn with the fires of rage. I, for my own everything, I'm gonna make a roll really fast. Okay. We all hear this, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not quiet. Oh, no. Oh, good. Ballroom just stops and is like, oh, dear. <laughs> uh, when when you say that, Dawnbringer's like, oh, not this again. <laughs> this has happened before? I mean, we're sort of related. What? They're, they're, they were made at the same time. I know, yeah. fuck. <laughs> you brought two siblings to their... To their like birth home, parents' house. <laughs> yeah, to their parents' house. <laughs> uh, treasure. As the haft hits your hand, uh, your armor ignites and melts off of you. I would like you to switch character sheets, please. Cody can probably hear me shouting upstairs. <laughs> I realized I'm being loud. I actually can't, but these headphones are very good. I'll be louder. <laughs> All right, there you go. Oh, shit. This is so oh, cool. shit. Fucking hell. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, do we have to? Do we have to add this her to the the D and D Beyond campaign? Uh, we, oh, I She's don't think already we've... there. Yeah. Oh, okay, you just act. All right. Well, everybody at home, if you want to refresh your screen and uh, so you can check the overlay and look at her new shit, you, I'm going to. Yeah, you'll need to you'll need to update the overlay to put her in there. I believe. That's what I was asking. Well, then don't yes. do that yet, folks. Hold while I figure some shit out. Yeah, but she should be a character in the campaign. So. There we go. Um, I'll let you know when to refresh. Yeah, so that is the end of Treasure's turn. Talroth. What in the hell just happened? Not the time! Get it! Fires. The fires of revolution. The fires of rage. Ah, shit. Just, I'm just gonna go to the other side of this golem. Just get away (laughs) from whatever is yelling out of Treasure's hands. And just kind of spin around and just take one swipe first, just to see what happens to the sword. Okay. This is, uh, which blade is this? House Rain? Rain, yeah. Yes. Okay. It is, because it is magic, it is going to be, it is going to be safe. Um, yeah. Non-magical weapons are at uh, disadvantage. Things that are like silvered or mithril are normal. Adamantine at advantage. Magic preserves preserves the weapons. Much the same way in 5th edition that it um, 
it uh, resizes things. So there you go. But yeah, make your attack rolls. And thank you for checking. And seeing the first one is a 25 to hit. 25 does hit. Yeah, absolutely. So that's seven from the sword. And since this thing is engaged with treasure and Olarun, that's 15 from the sneak attack. So 22. To Nicely damage. done. Yeah, sounds good. And just quickly checking, sword's okay? Sword is okay. Yes. Spin around and just take a, take a slice with the offhand. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, natural 19. It was so close to uh, a nat 20. That nat 20 has been teasing you for weeks, but it will get there, I believe. Okay. And this one's only three damage off that one. Okay. Sounds good. So it was a total of 25, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yep. 25. Nicely, nicely done, Talroth. All right. Olrune. Okay. So, uh, so Talroth is in melee range with it now? Yes. Okay, I can't leave him there by himself then, because that's a, that's a bad move. Um, so I will run up. You're, you're in melee way. with it. Remember oh, it, oh, it, it. Oh, so it did move up. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it tried it had, to hit me. Yeah, it had moved up. So you, Treasure, and Talroth are all in melee. Yeah. Okay, so I just also, like, I, I'm just like, holy crap, as Treasure turns into this, like barbarian person. She's the embodiment of y'all ever get hit so hard your class changes? <laughs> and she did. Yeah, clearly. Um, but I'm just going to be like, okay, okay, and then just uh, attack twice uh, against the creature in front of me. Okay. Um, so that is, ooh, probably not going to hit. That's a 16. The, uh, 16 just misses. Yep. Okay. Second attack. A 26. Absolutely. That'll hit. Okay. So uh, I'm also going to put a second level Divine Smite into that. All right. Let's do it. Um, so let me... Uh, so first I will roll regular weapon damage. Uh, of course, I roll a 1. So that's 9 points of damage. But I also get a D4 from Divine Favor. Mm-hmm. That is a four. Okay. So we are up to uh, we're up to thirteen right okay. now. Uh, and now uh, the one, two, three, four, D eight from uh, Divine Smite. And the bonus, uh, it's four because of the bonus with Dawnbringer. Yes. Yep. For those of you at home following along, and and we're like, that's not a second level Divine Smite. It is with this sword. So <laughs> it is with this sword. Uh, so that's another uh, twenty points of radiant damage. Absolutely. So thirty-three. Awesome. As the radiant damage hits into the crystalline golem, you can see the central arcane energy begins to kind of absorb that light. What do you got? And I also forgot they get another nine points of damage because I'm all radiant and glowing and stuff. That's right. All right. More, more glowy, glowy damage. <laughs> this is the glowy, glowy damage. Yeah, man. That's the, that's what we're going to call it from now on. Technical glowy, terms. Glowy, glowy Technical terms. Yep. I'm a like, professional. These are click clocks. It's glowy, glowy damage. Duh. Yep. 
Uh, it is the golem's turn, and the golem is looking a bit rough uh, at the moment, but everyone that is within 10 feet of it, which should be three of you, I need you all to make DC 17 constitution saving throws, or you are blinded as the radiant light um, sort of pierces your eyes. Uh, Cole, I'm going to give you advantage because of Dawnbringer on this okay. one. Like, you you spend a lot of time with a very bright sword. Like, it's... Uh, and what, uh, sorry, what saving throw is this? Con. Constitution. 17. Constitution. Okay. Advantage. Ho! Ho! Yeah, you know what? I still fail. Oh, well. I rolled a 3 and a 7. So, a f- my highest was a 15. Oof. <laughs> you, you just hear Tom Brigger Tisk tisking you. I don't know if the mic well, picked that's, it up. <laughs> that's 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 embarrassing. <laughs> no, I you should, you're making me look bad in front of my brother. I'm just saying. <laughs> Listen, Ulrich oh, does not need any more disappointing his parents' trauma. It's okay? true. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sad Kumon kid. <laughs> um, on the crystal golem's turn, uh, you watch as the energy. So it looks. It looks like its attention shifts focus from uh, from Olarun and Dawnbringer Bringer to Bloodburner and and Treasure, and it and it's the crystal begins to sort of shake and it falls to the floor, and then out of the lava, parts of the burning armor that had been on it come surging forward and reform into a a armored golem. Uh, in in this form, uh, it you can see sort of the fire still kind of burning within it. It is going to uh, make one slam attack against each of you. Oh no! It has a sword now. Ha ha! Sword oh, no. and a slam and a slam. So treasure's getting the sword, and the other two are getting slam attacks. All right, in reading order. Uh, natural 19 against Olarun. A modified 19 against Tauroth. And a modified uh, 22 against Treasure. So I think everybody gets hit on those. So, uh, for Olaroon, that is going to be 21 points of slashing damage. And for the other two, I'm just going to roll once. Um, that is going to be... Eighteen, 18 points of slam bashing Thump, thump. Image. Yeah. And divine favor is gone. Yeah, I'm gonna uncanny dodge that. Thump, thump. Alright, just one thump then. You get you get nine points of damage there. Um, that is it for the Guardian's turn. Over to you, Fable. Oh, yeah. And, um, at the... You're just kind of trying to 
hold her fucking self together. But at the at the the call to flame, essentially, uh-huh. essentially, essentially is not a word. Um, essentially, at that call to flame, she does, um, but not in the normal way. Almost as though she has no control over the casting of it. Um, she just, from her very center, just bursts out. If you're looking closely, it looks like it. It looks like it is trying to be a dragon, but it shifts and becomes instead a dra- a, a phoenix spirit. As I cast summon phoenix spirit. Uh, it is the new playtest thing, so I now have a uh, fire-resistant, large phoenix summon that's here to fuck people up. And awesome. she looks at it in absolute terror, because that's not what she meant to do. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, and, uh, cool. When I summon the dragon, or in this case phoenix choose one of its damage resistances i have done so um it is um an ally to you and your companions in combat the creature shares my initiative count but it takes its turn immediately after mine it obeys my verbal commands no action required by me if i don't issue any it takes the dodge action and use its move to avoid danger um it's not at higher levels because boy i can keep on leveling this shit up as i as i upcast it but not right now because it's my highest level spell um so then if that was her action Mm -hmm. um she uh, is going to um, take no bonus action. She's just going to uh, almost automatically just kill. <laughs> that was her. That was her command. Okay. Um, and on its turn, it is going to go do on on the golem thing a breath weapon. Okay. It is going to make it need to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Okay. Uh, it is resistant to magic, so it'll make it at advantage, but it does have a That's negative fine. one to uh, deck saves. So that is great. a four. No, it fails hard. Okay. Um, great. Uh, and so that is going to be, um, that's 2d6 of whatever my damage type is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is going to be, uh, it's the choice of damage type that my dragon has resistance to. So yeah, automatically it's whatever damage I'm I'm doing here. So I and it's fire. It's it Phoenix spit fire, mm-hmm. obviously. So that oh yes, yes, thank you. I'll take that. That is ten fire damage, please. Okay. To lay buddy. The fire from the Phoenix spirit uh, begins to heat up the metal of the golem, and then you much the same way the golem had absorbed the radiant light that Dawnbringer had put out, it absorbs the fire. That's fine. The, We're gonna hit him again. You, you watch as, as the fire seems to heal this form of, Fuck. of the golem. Um, it didn't... The Dawnbringer didn't heal it because Dawnbringer is... Uh, it's built here. It's an exception, but it yep. seems like it has a form to absorb the different damage types, uh, specifically based on which arm of the faded it's facing. Um, so, apologies. You're good. I'm good. Right. Next. That's good to know. Yes. That's good to know. It is. We didn't know that yet, right? It, no, you didn't. You didn't know it, and it's only ten. So you know Great. when it's iron. 
Don't hit it with fire. Yeah, we're it's good. It's good knowledge. Uh, new round. And she knows now, bitches. Yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, she does. Oh, all of them back to the bottom. Three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fable, you are up again. the lowest I can roll. Uh, I'm right there with you, Olarun. Mm. That's fine. She is going to try her best to um to pull her own fire back and just and 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 ice. Um, okay. But, oh, problem, problem. Bad, 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 bad day, bad day, bad day. Um, I would like to um once again I'm gonna attempt to correct. Uh, oh, I forgot I could do that. Hold on. Um. Yeah, that. Let's try that. All we knew is no fire, correct? Correct. We tried other shit. All right, bonus action. I am going to cast um, Icing Death's Frost. Okay. Um, it is, uh, it is, um, oh, I have to move. I'm going to move to get within 15 feet of it. Okay. Um, but can I get it so that, um, can I get it so that um, if, I, if I aim up, I keep, I'm not hitting my friends. It's a 30 foot cone. Can I? Yeah. Uh, you have enough movement. You're going to have to kind of move around to the side because Olarun is flying. That's okay. Um, so yeah, I'll, 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 I'll give it to you. Cool. Cause I realized I forgot to ask that with the dragon breath. It was the same cone situation. So oh. if I, cones, yeah. yeah. Um, I completely forgot cause it was new. Um, so I would move to that and then I will please make him make a constitution saving throw, please. Okay. Constitution saving throw. It's like my one bonus action spell I have. It's great. Okay. So it is a 16. Succeeds. Um, it is uh, on a successful fa- save. It just half damage. That's fine. Um, so it yeah. doesn't take the extra effects, but it will still take half damage of 3d8 of ice damage, okay. specifically cold damage. Awesome. So we'll see how it does with cold. One. Oh, I was doing damage on this. Hold on. Um, I cast 3d8 cold, so that's um, 13 halved, please. Got it. Seven points of cold damage. Yeah, Thank you. and, that, and um, that does work. That does work? Great. Yep. Then for my action action, I will then just hit him again, and I'm going to cast a third level chromatic orb. Okay. Roll to hit, please. Yes! That's a 22 to hit, motherfucker! Yeah! That'll hit. <laughs> She's, yeah, okay, good. He's fire. I'll be ice. We can make this work. Um, uh, ones, I get to re, I get to re-roll. Um, or no, not re-roll. I treat them as twos. So yep. 28, 29, 30, 31, 32 points of, no, not 32, because I'm not adding fire. 29 points of ice damage. Okay. Um, I remembered not to add my bonus, because it's not what I'm doing right now. Nice. Um, and then uh, on its turn, um, seeing that the fire did not work, um, the uh, the phoenix, the phoenix summon with no name, but that she feels deeply connected to and is terrified of, um, is going to... Um... Oh, shit, I have multi-attacks, but I'm not going to do that now because the breath weapon didn't help. Just the bite and claw. Um, so it's a melee weapon attack. Your spell attack modifier to hit reaches 10 feet, one target. Okay. Hit is 1d6 plus d4 plus the spell's level of piercing damage. Okay. So, um, since the spell level for this is fifth, um, it is, uh, my spell attack modifier is plus seven. Okay. Um, so, uh, that let me roll to a melee weapon attack. Okay. 
17 exactly. Uh, in the iron form, his it's armor much- is 20. That's fine. That's good to know. That's okay. Yep. Um, that is okay. Um, so... Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, guys. You okay? I hit the mic. I hit oh, the mic you're on fine. the table. It didn't, really, it didn't really do anything. Um, okay. What I'm trying to figure out is really fast. Um, I, I couldn't choose to forego the breath weapon for the multi-attack, could I? Yeah, I'll, you can You can. Okay, great. It. Then I'm going to um, bite and claw attacks equal to half the spells level rounded down, so that's going to be two. I get to make two bite and claw attacks. Yep. If I'm just skipping the breath attack, I will not make a third one. I'll just make yep. the bites and claws. Yeah, great. I'm going to use luck on this one, actually, and I'm going to roll a different die because okay. um, I'd like to eat him. Ooh! Exactly 20. Nice. 13 plus 7. There you go. Yeah, okay. that hits. Thanks, Boulder! I went, oh, I failed. Oh, math. So that is 1d6 plus 4. So 2 plus 4, 6, plus the spell's level, so 5, so 11 um, in piercing damage. And it's not fire damage, so I don't add my thing, yep. even though he's under my... So yeah, so that. Sounds good. Of piercing damage. Nice. Yeah, and it is magical because it is a spell. Uh, it is. Treasure, I believe your turn. Yep. Treasure is still quite confused. Her armor's gone, so okay, we're fighting naked again, I guess. I mean, not completely. <laughs> if you want to be a barbarian fighting in your armor, I, w- I will let you. I was trying to be helpful. No, it's fine. It's I, I don't think I can use armor, or my armor, as current is. So yeah. she's like, well, here we go. And she looks at Bloodburner. I guess this is how it's going to happen. No, there is no guess. There is only fire. There is only rage. I I like where you're going. Let's go with that rage. Let's let's do the rage thing. So she's going to bonus action rage. And you do. And now I got to roll on a wild magic table. Yes. As she takes a deep breath and just kind of (sighs) lets out that smoke and bit of fire from being a tiefling. Oh, great. I get that one. Shadowy tendrils lash out from all around you. Each creature of your choice that you can see within 30 feet must succeed on a con throw or take a D12 necrotic damage. And I gain 1D12 temp hit points. Uh, 18. For the golem. I gain eight temp hit points. So let me put that there. Okay. And 18 for the golem, you said, for hitting me? No, no, no. For it's con save. It's con save. Okay. So I believe it's fine. Let me double check. Because I don't see what the DC would be here. I think it's fine, though. Okay. Well, uh, let's keep moving and I'll, I'll, see, I'll look it up. Okay. And Treasure's going to take this chance to just turn with all her attention using Blood Burner in this rage on this... Um, 
on this creature golem thing. Okay. Well, that first one missed. Let's go for the second. Are you making a reckless attack? It's reckless, sorry. If so, you have advantage. Oh, that's right. Okay, so then the 17 on the first one, then? Uh, 17 misses, unfortunately. Armor class is 20 right now. Okay, and then let's go with the second one. Let me just use my, my Norse Foundry dice. I like them. They're pretty. Okay, so with advantage, that is a natural 19. Now, I don't think Bloodburner crits on a 19. Uh, it, it, <laughs> he does not, no, unfortunately. That's, um, that's cool. <laughs> well, he definitely, he definitely doesn't in his current form. Um, he has to be finished finish being built for anything like that to happen. Nah, he doesn't have Regardless. Uh, Regardless, so, he, there's still a thwack happening. Yes, roll thwack damage. You said it would be the 1d8 plus my strength? Uh, D10 if you're wielding it two-handed, which I assume you are. Yeah. Yep. Just for reference? Or max damage. <laughs> nice. So 10 plus 5 for 15. Um, for reference, your DC on uh, wild magic or anything that this uh, path of of wild magic does is eight plus proficiency, which I think is three right now, or is it four? Doesn't matter. And you're four. So uh, eight plus four plus your con modifier. Eight plus four. It's 12. My con modifier is seven. Your con modifier is seven. Oh, excuse me. No, that's my con save. My con modifier is three. Okay. I was like, Huh? No, I worded myself there. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's a 17. Uh, no, uh, 15 is your DC. 15 is your DC. Thank you. So I You're will write welcome. that down somewhere. Yep. Uh, Tauroth. Well, first, I have to make a con save for the damage I took to see if Zephyr Strike is still going. And, okay, I'm still fine there. Great. But seeing all this happening... Would the tentacle have been obvious? Yeah. Treasure, what the goddamn hell? She's just cackling at this point. Great. Great. The hell did I get myself into this time? And I'm just going to kind of just run up and just try to take another slash at the thing. How okay. did I learn to stop asking that? That's a 23. That'll hit. That's going to be 24 damage there. Mm. All right. Oof. It is. And yeah, I'll just I'll just swing in with the offhand too, just to okay. get that taken in. Sounds good. That was a that was a 25 to hit for 6 damage. Okay. After uh after the first hit, the uh iron armor begins to fall away and the crystal pieces come surging back in. It the iron had been uh it was pretty damaged to begin with, so it's back to the crystal form at the moment. Um, Olorun, your turn. Your turn, buddy. Okay, so 
Uh, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to cast haste on myself. Okay. Um, so that uses up one of my third level spell slots. I'm now hasted. My AC is now 22. Oof. Um, and I will use my extra action to disengage as I'll turn to tower off and be like, I need a second. Can you hold him? Okay. And I'll like, and I'll use my action to disengage and move back about, uh, about see 20 feet. Okay. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use my action to disengage and forget because I forgot I have wings and fly 40 feet in the air. There you go. Like a boss. All right. Up into the up into the air, you fly just like a boss. Nicely done. Um, is that that's everything for you? Yeah, that's okay. my uh, that's that's it. Yes. Everything I can do. Sounds good. And uh, the golem didn't take its turn, I believe. Uh, so it is going to. Uh, it's gonna attack treasure. Yeah, we're gonna double, we're gonna swords, uh, oh, just slam. No, two slams on treasure. Slam, slam, Uh, that is a 22 and a 27 to hit. Those are both gonna hit. Uh, that is... 19 points of damage for each one. But you are resistant to bludgeoning because you are raging, so we're just going to call it 19 flat. Alright. New round. Oh, before that, could yes. I use my react could I use my reaction for skirmisher to get around the golem to get between it and Olrun? Yes. To buy him that buy him that time? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Tauroth, kick us off. All right. Uh, How bad does this thing look? Um, The iron form is dropped. Its crystal form is is faltering. Um, You don't know if it has any more forms, but you're you're gonna have to hit that arcane center at some point. Um, So it's 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 looking pretty bad. All right, let's see. Let's see if I can at least bust a hole in this thing. So I'm going to cancel out the Zephyr Strike to get advantage and the extra D8 on the attack. Okay, let's do it. So close. It's a a 28 to hit, but so close. Well, 28 is definitely going to hit. So close. It still hits. I'm just, you know, would have been better if I crit. (laughs) Like, a mood, honestly. I mean, yeah. Who, who could argue with that? Alright, and since Zephyr Strike is off, I can actually tag Favorite Foe on this thing now, so... Sorry, I got a lot of numbers to add up. You're good. So 22 slashing damage and then eight force damage on top of that. So 30 total. Okay. Thank you. And and I'm just trying to see if I can focus that hit onto just one part that maybe Treasure has been just railing into just so she can try to get like a, or her or all the room to get a cleaner opening. Okay. 
Yeah. So yeah, you do. And the area near uh, one of the legs, sort of at the joint of of its hip, um, has sort of been carved into and uh, just pounded into with that uh, with that haft. So that is that is where it is at at the moment. Uh, treasure. And that area that's been pounded into, mm-hmm. and I imagine still has part of her sword stuck in it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Phrase it. Boom. She's just gonna. <laughs> she's gonna light that up just straight into that. Those reckless attacks as hard and fast as she can. All right, you had reckless attacks. Oh, but he hit twice anyway. Go ahead. going to be easier to do it here because I don't have a second d20 out. So that's going to be a 17 plus 10 for 27. Yeah, that'll hit. And let's go for the second one. A 19 plus 10 for 29. Okay. And those are both D10s plus six, because railing on that. Yep. Okay, so that's 12 plus 12 for 24 damage altogether. Nice. With a blood burner haft, just continues to hammer away at it, and every strike sends crystal shards ripping off of this thing. And it sounds like a uh, miner's pickaxe, just hammering into the, the sediment of the walls. Oh, I just realized something. I have bonus damage with strength weapons, which I'm guessing this guy counts as a strength weapon. Yes. Yes, you do. So that would be plus three for each attack. Uh, yep. Yeah, plus three. Okay. Got it. Yeah, he he's, he's looking pretty rough here. Um, up next is Olarun. Uh, so I will use my uh, my first action since I am hasted to cast lesser restoration on myself and unblind myself. Okay. Um, and then I can see kind of like the hole that was made in the the golem, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is I'm going to uh, what I'm essentially trying to do is I'm going to try and like fly around and like. St- like point the sword and like try and like corkscrew into the uh the like the the core okay yeah let's do it uh make me uh make me in either athletics or acrobatics check okay oh man come on uh, a fourteen on the athletics check. Yeah, fourteen is okay. fourteen is a success. Yeah, okay. it's it, you're you come flying in, um, and you build up that momentum. You start to corkscrew, twist in air. I'm going to give you advantage on your attack roll for this Let's go. Uh, angelic uniqueness. 
17? 17 in the crystal form is exactly what you need. Yeah, <laughs> 17 go. hits because it's no longer iron. It is back in crystal. Oh, thank gosh. I'm so worried. Uh, so I am going to also use a third level Divine Smite. Okay. Because uh, I have one left. Yeah. Uh, but so that's going to be... Uh, so 14 points of damage, uh, just weapon damage. Okay. Uh, plus another uh, plus another nine of uh, radiant damage. 23. Uh, from... From shining, so mm-hmm. it's twenty-three, uh, and then a third-level divine smite is five d eight. Um, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, for an oh man, I rolled two ones for another seventeen points of damage. Ooh. So forty points of damage. Yeah, nicely done. Uh, that's showtime. Let's go! Absolutely. The the corkscrew blade and the burning uh, brilliance of Dawnbringer. It, as you guys watch, it's you see Olaroon. Uh, you see him in a new light. Um, sorry, I I thought of it in the moment. Um, but it. It is like a a streaking ray of sunshine in the blackest of nights. And all of that rainbow myriad of colors sort of comes streaming off of it. And the Dawnbringer strikes into the core and all of the crystal pieces just shatter into a stardust of raining glitter down around all of you. We good? Yeah. Okay, good is right. very relative. She she looks up at the floating thing that she doesn't have a name for because she doesn't actually know what it's called and just waits for it to see if it dissipates and knows that this thing is the voice she's been hearing. And she just kind of, come on, let's, let's, for, not right now, not here, not fucking... And it dissipates and reabsorbs. What a fucking hit! That was gorgeous and amazing, and I'm a big fan of things that sparkle, and how did you do that? Like, nothing's wrong. <laughs> that, that, that phoenix is new. What did you call it? I mean, it, the thing that you brought in... The thing that showed up? You know, it was supposed to be a dragon. Uh, I just thought maybe I imagined it wrong, but that thing had a name. Yeah, my mom had... Yeah, I I read books about him when I was a kid. Huh. Interesting. Um, I'd like to talk more about that later, but for now, um... What did you... <laughs> The two weapons, all right, by the way. Are we done fighting each other? Are we done bitching? Treasure's trying to get the, the tentacles to go away. Eventually they do. <laughs> also this. I feel like that is the least of my concern. What? 
what? She's yeah. holding blood for her. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I repeat my earlier question. What in the goddamn hell, Treasure? <laughs> Any other secrets you want to make known to the class? Because uh, I, I don't know if I don't know if there's enough alcohol for me to be able to keep up with this. I, I don't know. I, I mean, first of all, he's great. Second of all, I think my sword's done. Why are they talking so much? Uh, they talk quite a bit. I enjoy talking too. Hi. <laughs> now I actually get to talk to you. Oh, oh you're the only one hearing Bloodburner right now. Um, treasure. I, 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 I turn to them. I'm like, look, look, it's normal. It happens. Oh, this is what you were old. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what? Let's give him some time to kind of get acquainted. Fable will immediately go off with Olorun if he is if he's dragging us away. Okay, yeah, let, so, let her bond with that. So I'll, I'll kind of like move them off to the side just just a tad and give Treasure some space with the uh, the 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 axe haft. I'm gonna go ahead and reach into the trail mix pouch I have and just pull out three nice good berries and just hand one to Olorun, hand one to Fable, and just pop one into my mouth. Yeah, good berries. What do those do again? You gain one HP back. I didn't get hit a single time, so it's just a snack. <laughs> that too. Thank you. I will snack. Um, while while Treasure's getting acquainted, Fable's going to... At Olorun, just... If we could... We're there. Yeah, I'll move over to the... Assuming that, assuming that Talroth's going to do the Talroth thing and investigate um I, i'm gonna i'm gonna take a second and just kind of process the events that just recently occurred in in the vicinity because what the, hell? What the goddamn hell the tentacles i mean i'm not drunk am i i didn't have anything to drink in, in, since like breakfast there's a lot going on um i noticed so i think i need a nap yeah, yeah, I think we, I think I think we all do. Um, I'll I'll, I, I'll I'll go investigate. I'll, yeah, I'll, go, I'll just yeah, yeah. yeah take I'll, a quick look around, and then uh, you know because we still kind of need to figure out how we're going to do some a few things. But uh, I I will you go ahead and take care of that. I'll talk to to Fable. Um, so seventeen for investigate. Yeah, get to that in just a moment. So, um, how did you know you were supposed to go look for a sword and find her? Did, how, ma'am, sorry to be talking about you like you're not here, she says to the sword. Um, but how did you know? Um, I, uh, she had sent me dreams for, uh, the last few years. Um that she needed someone to find her. So when I got old enough, I just knew what I had to do. And and there are times you could hear her and no one else could. And times she chose to talk to people when she had, when she was here. Yeah, she a very powerful in 
I feel like that's insulting. I was going to say instrument. What's the correct way to refer to you? And I like turn to, to what are your pronouns? Yeah. What are your, well, essentially like what, like, I don't want to call you just like a weapon. I don't want to call you a tool. Cause you know, you're not, um, I don't want to call you a bitch out loud. <laughs> we uh, are, but what's, we are weapons. We are tools. We are that which defies fate, destiny. To be such a thing is nothing to be ashamed of. You, Olaroon, this moment, Thank you. I knew I chose. I knew I chose well. I. This is only our beginning. There is a, a subtle and dull glow, to, Dawnbringer, that is. Fable, you can see a, a distinct difference, than anything that has happened with Dawnbringer previously. Um, normally when Dawnbringer is shining, it is... Uh, it is attempting to overshadow and overpower pretty much anything that it is it is shining against. Um, but for the first time, very much... Similar to that crystal golem and the light that that arcane orb sort of shone through those crystals. The light of Dawnbringer shines through Olaroon in a way that is focused, harmonious, and almost subtle. And and feel a difference. Especially when you take a glance back to Treasure and Bloodburner, who are have yet to come to a uh, well. Whatever you've done, it looks good on you. You just kind of like, thanks. Remember, there's a time sitting in a bar trying to get, with people trying to get us drunk like children. We never would have thought you could have done that. Oh, not in a million years. <laughs> never, not fucking once. <laughs> and, um, it suits you, though. Being a legend like... and a hero suits you. Ooh, ooh, let's let's not get a little out of hand here. I'm just a guy. As she looked at the sword. <laughs> Being the potential of a legend and a hero suits him. <laughs> just had a feeling she'd settle for nothing less. Yeah, she's uh, she's a tad demanding, but hey, watch uh... it. He said tad. It's done. It's done for my best interest. You, um, for the first time, almost your don't bring her a laugh. <laughs> now we know it's time for, oh, I'm emotional now. Helen Mirren laughed and Megan wasn't here for it. <laughs> uh, uh, um, well, let's, 
I wish everything was as clear-cut and communicated in dreams. It might be easier for people. So, I've got to say, Madame, I like your methods. They seem clear-cut and um, easy to manage. Appreciate it. Wow. Other other elements in the world could take a lesson <laughs> from the sword. <sighs> What's going on? I don't know. And I was hoping that it would be something similar to what you went through, but it doesn't seem like it is. It doesn't seem similar at all. Couldn't that means I'm lost? And I was hoping you found her and we found our way here, like you were supposed to. And it made sense. Nothing of mine makes sense. I think that it's a good thing that your experience is different. Because if everything was the same, everything would be easy things aren't meant to be easy that's your parents talking no that's uh, that's something I decided to hold on to nothing worth doing is ever easy and knowing that this is your journey and your path gives it Something of a special meaning, don't you think? I do. Just wish I knew where I was supposed to go next. Or how to get there. Well, give it some time. Give it some thought. I know you'll work it out. Well, got a good team behind us, don't we? So... Certainly. Now let's, uh, why don't we go check out and see what, uh, Talroth has got. If, you know, hopefully he didn't find any, like, drinks or anything, because he'll probably... Listen, don't you think he needs it after that? He just watched you start glowing, me have something, a a phoenix thing escape from me, and then whatever the fucking hell is happening (laughs) with treasure, the poor man deserves to be in a coma right now. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah. Well, let's go. Let's go see how he's doing, and we'll go over it. Check sure. Him. Meanwhile, um, Treasure and Bloodburner are are having a a uh, meeting of the minds. Um, <clears throat> Why is it stopped? This is boring. Well, you know, the the thing is dead. Dawnbringer and Olarune made sure of that. Ugh. Dawnbringer. How pretentious. Ugh. Such a needy twig of metal. I don't have siblings, or I'd say that was rude. I have no idea, but I, I'm i going to say you probably shouldn't. That might upset her. You know what? Let's start from the beginning. You're the haft we found in House Rain, aren't you? Yes. I'm... How'd you even end up there? 
broken and traded. Traded as a relic. Dead past. But you can't bury a fire. It smolts. Burns all the hotter. I mean, that's fair. But broken. Oof. I, I mean, I guess it's a good thing we're here. It is. We can fix you. Can. It's a bad thing we broke the guy who probably could fix you. No. No, that that guardian doesn't have what it takes to fix me. I hate to tell you, man, I'm about as good at fixing things as I am at carrying on, you know, sensible conversation. I don't need sensible conversation. Uh, no, you look like you probably need a blade. <laughs> Let's start. Blade. Blade would help. But what I need... Uh... What I need... Is... Thing you have. Spade. She looks down at her gut. Rolls like a Swiss bakery? <laughs> It's a place called Switzerland? What? I have No, there. you did not. <laughs> I know what hides behind that joke. I know why you laugh. I know. I can feel it. I can feel it. If I had been with you that day, run. Wouldn't have needed to. Me. Just. Stayed. Do anything that stepped in the path. Feels I'm guessing good, you're one. Doesn't it? I'm guessing you know, too, then how much I miss them. How much I didn't want to leave. Do? I know how much. much How much I could have just made my own choice. How much it angers you that that choice was taken away. Yeah. How all of these choices have been taken away from you. You didn't end up here because you decided to come here. Up here because everyone else was coming here. Guess what? You don't have to follow them anymore. You don't have to follow anyone. You get to decide. You, you get to do what you want to need to do, help you, because while we, we're going to fix this world, and if we can't, we're going to burn it down. It's definitely an interesting offer on the table. Let's take it one step at a time. And honestly, the first step right now that I'm seeing for you 
is a new blade. Good. Start there. Uh, she looks around. She's looking at what's left of her adamantine sword. Which is <laughs> um, does adamantine work? Or am I going to have to find something special here? We'll talk to that cleric. It is help. His skill. Your rage. I... Something special. I'd like that. Because, especially hearing after everything we just heard, I want to make sure my family's safe. You know, it, what makes a contract really hard to enforce? Turning it to ash. You guys got a one-track mind. I'm here for it. (laughs) You know, you are not incorrect, sir. Talroth. Just panicking in the corner, (laughs) ready for our next session, group therapy, over everything that just happened. Yeah, just wandering along, just kind of muttering to myself. This has been a a hell of a couple days. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Dwarven Stronghold, good beer. Oh, man, just uh, the beer drain, but uh, the gold, the reward, and... Oh, no, that's scrap. Now that that's garbage. Wait a second. Pull out one of my swords. Do you have anything to say to me, or are you just a regular sword? Because at this point, I don't even know what's going on. Nothing? Okay, good. At least something's haven't changed. Wait, hold on. Can I hear any of this? Uh, make make a perception check. Okay. Yeah. I, I, look, I feel like if I can just mess with Talroth one last time. This is fair, because Talroth was one of the people in the beginning who was like, let's get those two drunk. So okay. this feels like fair play. <laughs> it's a 10. Oh, I'll, never mind. You know what? You're leaving. I'll give it to you. Go oh, for it. Yes! Yeah. Uh, then can I just... Can I just, like... Uh... I just like try and spookily whisper like Tauroth. Ah shit, you're a quiet one, weren't you? <laughs> you just Fable. waited until God to say something, didn't you? Fable starts giggling. Okay, that cheered me up. Don't let it <laughs> fuck with him too bad, alright? <laughs> it's fine. And then I'll just and then I'll just kind of just leave it at that. And that's it, he's gonna wonder forever. <laughs> It'll never speak again. It'll just be that one moment. I'm just gonna look at it, slam the sword into the side of something. Wake <laughs> up, damn it! Oh, you just say something once. That's it. Oh, oh yeah, sure, fine. Oh, damn it! Oh, Blame it on the magic of the forge. <laughs> All the weapons are alive in the forge. <laughs> I'm just gonna start muttering something about tentacles and calamari at this point, <laughs> as I'm still just searching oh for. God. I don't, I don't even know what I'm searching for at this point. I don't know, man. Purpose. It's pretty open. There's not a lot of secrets to hide here. It, it is the secret, right? That's that's the thing. Um, yeah, maybe like some good scrap or maybe, I don't know, if there's something that can be vaguely fixed for something, just sure. Yeah. 
There are, I will, I will go ahead and point out that written in the lava-filled arcane sort of runes, as you're looking over it, there are some forging processes that are outlined. Uh, you assume that they're kind of the secrets to these um, arms of the faded. The other thing that I will say is that there's there's plenty of building material and and scrap and stuff like that around raw material, um, but yeah, I mean you're you're not a you're not a forge cleric or anything like that. So you see it, you find it, you like it. Uh, you don't exactly know what to do with it. Um, I am going at this point to. Give us a bit of a time skip, okay? We know that with uh, with the help of Thosin, who is a, a very skilled forge cleric, uh, Bloodburner will get reforged. The battlefield, the field of the great game will get duplicated. Um, you guys are able to spend a, a few weeks here. And they are, in an odd way, joyful. And they remind you very much of home. Having the academics that you have guided across a continent to this mythical place, have the opportunities to set foot in it and collect samples and to continue to speak with and bond with the Black King and all of these opportunities. Um, it's not it's not something we can encompass in one night. We could it's spend a, a sitcom season just following you guys around having terrible weird adventures, uh, making things in, in the forge, and I would watch every minute of it. Over the course of that period, though, John Bringer and Olarun together begin to focus their attention very much on the field and the home of the Lich. That sealed off part of Lickdracht that has been long under the thumb of one of the players of now a haven of darkness and undeath. And in that time when I think you come to those and in secret and request a, a third copy of that of the field. Play. Yeah. I uh, I'll go up to him and ask for him to forge me another. Talks with you, Brit. Confused. Clearly caring about you and may or may not be planning but he will make it for you. Stay here, between the forge and the Black King's home, about the winter. 
As the ice begins to melt, days turn to spring. No, your destiny lies back east. An archivist. I have the um, means of your plane to travel here. I'm afraid. I'm afraid we may have made an error. The dragon scale well. armor. Jewel took from the midst of the fall. The scales, where's the scales that are dead? Romans. Failure. Failure they are. Rhyme. Vale. Rhyme Vale. Never is. With the Black King needing help dealing with a true dragon upstart here in the West. It's ahead and save the seven cities. Live perpetual darkness. When, when I figure out the next heading for the the party, I just kind of uh, for the next. I've I've been feeling restless for the last few days. Um, I feel like kind of feeling the pull to go do something and 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 help the people who have continued to be like affected by the game. And when I find out we're heading deeper into the deeper to the deeper towards the West, I, uh, I call the rest of the group. Um, and, uh, I, I just kind of tell them to tell it to them all at once because if I tried to do it one at a time, I probably couldn't even get through it all. I have to go. Okay, where are we going? No, I have to go by myself. Why? He and he like takes out the map and he puts it down. And he kind of points like a different point like at different places in the map and he goes in each time a move is made people get hurt. 
I can't let that keep happening. Not when I know something about it. There are people who are suffering. There are people who are dying. And if I know something about that, if I know that that's happening, I just, I can't let that, I can't let that go. I can do something. We, and he takes out Dawnbringer, we can do something. We could help. You guys could. You all have your own paths. And I think it's just time for me to go on mine. But we we but we could help. You're gonna die out there on your own. Oh no, you know. Isn't. It's starting to get pretty so. hard to kill me. You say that now. Uh, look, and he, he like points at treasure. He's like, she, uh, she's been teaching me a few things. You know, she's probably one of the toughest people to kill on the face of this planet. And if I can be half as good as her, then I'll be fine. Plus, I'm not alone. I'll keep him safe. No offense, your swordishness, but there's one of you, and a whole lot of them out there. And Treasure looks at Olorun. I like your odds. <laughs> so do I. Because, you know, it is just one of me. But, maybe one of me can inspire thousands to stand up. I believe in you. And had this been several months ago, yeah, I'd be worried too. But we've been together how long now? Since Talroth found that awful wanted poster that neither of you could read? And you've grown so much down to what happened in that cave. That I have every ounce of faith that you'll be just fine and probably come back to plant a lich head on our table while you're telling stories around a bar and drinking me under the table in beer. That's the plan. This isn't... This isn't goodbye forever. I'll see you guys again. You damn well better. Yeah, you owe me like ten drinks. Seven. <laughs> um, and he like kind of goes over to Talroth and he just kind of like pulls him in for like a rough hug. Yeah, just go with it. Yeah. And then, like, goes off and moves over to Treasure and gives her a hug as well. 
Oh, she cracks his back with a hug. Like, we're and resetting his back. <laughs> I'm just like, this, oh, yeah. Uh, that right there, right there. Uh, there it is. Um, a little lower. A little lower. Little, little, little lower. Yeah, nice. Uh, and then I'll walk over to Fable. Um, and I'll give her a hug as well. Uh, I was, and I just tell, I just kind of like, as I'm there, I just say, your own journey is important. I, it's just, I tried to leave once too, and I didn't. I still don't know if I made the right call. So, come back and know where to find us if this ends up not being the right call. Yeah. And if it does, then... Well, then... Try not to get killed. I'll try. Um, and then, of course, he says goodbye to, you know, Sarai. Well, Sarak um, S- will... will. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Miss you, buddy, but uh, um, remember feathers and you dance, right? Yeah, I, I remember the dance. I will right. always remember yep, the yep, dance. Yep, yep. And he'll he'll give you a big hug. Yeah. Um, Fozen will uh, give you just sort of a a manly, like fatherly. I'm I'm proud of you, son. Going to college, like like hand on the shoulder, uh, and then and then bring you in in for a hug. And uh, Saride will just sort of my beautiful beautiful Olaron, you are going to do great and I um, you keep up you practice your uh, your fingering for your violin that's the technical term and I chose it on purpose uh, practice your fingering okay and I'm sure you eat and bite your parents. Gonna check on you. Yes, ma'am. It's you. You have become such amazing young. She hugs you. I hug her back. Thank you, Mr. Wright. And then I try to kill Stitch one last time. <laughs> Fable's got her list poised and ready. If she needs to add something else to it, no, no, not this time. Um, I did. So what I do is I kind of like fake try and stab it mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. Stitch, like clearly long enough for him to like dodge out of the way, and then I pull him in for a hug. Yeah, he'll he'll definitely give you the big big furry hug. It's uh, kind of kind of mess up your your hair and mess up his own hair to match. <laughs> and I believe as Olarun 
travels off into the east. Well, on my horse. On your on horse. On my horse. I do have a horse. Zephros is is the best ride this side of Lake Dracht. You all watch as he rides into the sunrise. That is where we are going to end tonight's adventure. Fuck off with that emotional nonsense, Cody Stone. Uh, so this this is actually kind of a big... Look at me, camera. There you go. This is actually kind of a big uh, shift in, in arc and change for, for you guys. Um, what we'll probably do next week is we will... Pro- we've had a, a lot of big things happen. We'll probably have an episode of In That Downtime, right? Of you guys in the Forge. We'll, we'll get Bloodburner re- redone. We'll, ha- we'll help everybody that's been busy with different stuff sort of catch up. Um, and we're going to start to be back in the studio sometime this month. Um, Cole... It is an absolute joy to play with you, and you have been an inspiration on this campaign from from day one. Uh, we have no we have no arms of the faded without your without your backstory. So for all of Lickdrocked, uh, you your your story continues. Uh, it is it is all of ours. Um, we hope to have you on Malifo which is our Wednesday nights. It's going to continue to be a digital game. But for next week with the Disasters crew, uh, we're going to help all the players kind of catch up and regroup and maybe have an episode where I don't make people cry. Uh, I have no promises. Good fucking luck. Yep. Yep. Uh, apparently that's that's what we do. A shopping episode, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, you guys... You I guys, can still cry during those. Absolutely. Uh, I've seen you shop in real life. Tears are usually involved. Mostly of joy. Um, so thank you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, audience. Thank you, players. And and especially, thank you, Cole. We are so happy that you are doing things that you love and want to do. I support you every step of the way. But I, I cannot overstate uh, how important your just wanting a cool sword uh, turned out to be for this whole campaign. So, thank you. Thank you. My friends, we are going to, as soon as I find the right panel, there it is. All right. We are going to say good night. Thank you so, so much for playing. We will see you guys next time. Uh, oh, we've got a lot of PvP coming up this week. Stay tuned. Check out the socials yeah. for all of the information. We'll let you know. But until next time, be cool.